you guys. How's it going? Hope everybody is having a beautiful day. Um, it has been a while. That was not my intention. But as we all know, sometimes your intentions can be really good. And things don't go according to plan. And that is okay. Um, it's funny. I actually do listen back through the podcasts that I create. Um, just, you know, to... to learn, right? Um, and to, you know, kind of get feedback from myself. And one of the things that I realized about my, I believe it was my last podcast, um, is I misquoted some scripture. So I'll just apologize for that. Never, um, do I want to be someone who even pretends that I like know a scripture forward and back. I wish that I could tell you that, but I just don't. Um, I have been, um, really getting into the word, um, more frequently and more often and I do feel like the words are on my heart more especially in the last um, probably six weeks but I am not good at memorization um, and I'm not good (laughs) at remembering exactly where verses come from so I believe that I actually said that I, I did say that it was in the word what I was quoting was in the word but I said David said it and it was actually Jesus so hey you know Hopefully it's even more powerful now that you know that it uh, came from Jesus, not just David. Um, But anywho, if you have listened to that or you go back and listen to it, just, you know, laugh at me. It's fine. No big deal. Um, I'm learning um, as someone who is uh, becoming more comfortable as a public speaker, becoming more comfortable with with this kind of thing that uh, mistakes are going to happen and you're just literally going to say the wrong thing. Um, even when your brain, I don't know if any of you guys are like this, but my brain sometimes, I will think 100% the correct thing, um, but my mouth, my, my words come out incorrectly. Uh, sometimes I'll be in conversations or especially talking to my husband and I will will say, you know, what I thought, or I'll, I will think correctly and I'll speak it and he'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> and, say, and be like, oh, you said this. And I'm like, oh, I did? Because that's not what I was thinking. So strange. Our brains are amazing. Um, but I will tell y'all mine is overloaded and you know, the mom brain is for real. Um, but anyway, wanted to clarify, wanted to, I'm sure there's more errors that I made, but that is one for sure that I know that I made. So I thought that I would uh, let you guys know that um, I did catch it after the fact, and um, that's just who I am as a human. So uh, anyway, I wanted to uh, share a podcast today, or I wanted to just share something that's been on my heart, um, and, and just maybe thinking that some of you might be uh, in the same place. So it is a couple weeks now into January. And so many of us probably made New Year's resolutions. So many of us probably um, had some goals for ourselves. So many of us um, have been thinking about maybe our word of the year. Maybe you're not a resolution person. Maybe you are. Maybe you're a resolution and word of the year person. (laughs) Um, But I've just been thinking about how so many of us have big goals and dreams and hopes for ourselves in this new year. And um, some of us may be already feeling a little disappointed in ourselves. We may already be um, uh, just thinking maybe we we did not set ourselves up for success or maybe set ourselves up um, like we could actually be successful. Maybe we had our eyes set uh, now we're realizing maybe a little too high or maybe um, 
we have just given up, right? Maybe it wasn't even that we set our, our goals too high or our sights too high, but we just don't have the energy. We don't feel like we have the capacity maybe to, to reach those goals. Um, maybe we're feeling a little discouraged. Um, so I want to speak into that. Um, that's just something that's kind of been on my heart and in my thoughts as I've been just talking to some friends, processing through some different things going on in my life. Um, just this the word really is expectations that, that comes to mind. Um, we set, we have expectations for others. We have expectations for ourselves. And, um, sometimes they are realistic. Sometimes they're unrealistic. Right. Um, and so new year, right? The new year. Um, I think most of us probably fall into the category that we have, um, a lot of expectations. I will not label your expectations as <laughs> realistic or unrealistic. That is for you to decide and, and unpack and, and just, you know, reflect on. Um, but I know that the new year comes with a lot of expectations. And so I wanted to, I'll just share what's been on my heart. God has been speaking to me about expectations and then expectations I have for myself. And um, I've shared this in the past, but I am, I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I am a recovering people pleaser. And the reason why I'm adding that label recovering is because I don't want to claim perfectionist and people pleaser anymore. And I know that there's power in our words and it might be silly, but I'm working on that recovering part, right? I really, I don't want those to be labels for me anymore. Um, something I actually learned recently <laughs> is that uh, people pleasing is a form of trying to control others. And I never looked at it from that perspective before, but kind of the idea behind it is when you're trying to please someone else, you're trying to make sure like you, like it's in your power to make sure that they are happy or happy with you, pleased with you, right? It's in your, their emotions, their feelings toward you, you're saying are your responsibility, they're in your control. When that's not really how we want to be, right? We don't want to put other people's feelings and emotions on ourselves, right? That's something that they should own. We own our thoughts and feelings and emotions and actions, and they need to own theirs. And we might make someone unhappy with our decisions, um, how we choose to live our lives, how we choose to respond to things. Maybe they're not, they don't approve, right? Maybe they don't like it. We've set a boundary and they're not used to boundaries. Um, but all of that, um, we cannot, we're not supposed to be controlling those things, right? So, um, little tangent, basically to say, right, God has been working on me in this area of just, um, expectation. You know, what do I really expect, um, from myself? So what, it, what is it that I really, um, want or think that I'm capable of? What do I want to be able to do in a day, in a week, in a year, as I'm setting goals, as I'm making resolutions, as I'm trying to focus on a word, right? All of those things. Um, what does that look like? And then also, what are my expectations for other people, right? The people who are the most significant in my life, that make the greatest impact on my life currently, right? My kid, <laughs> my husband, my closest friends, some family members, you know, what is, what is the expectation that I have for them, for our relationship, for how I respond to them, for how they respond to me and just really evaluating those things. And, um, I remember a long, long time ago, um, I was in a, a group of people who were, um, in, uh, preparing for marriage, right? They were trying to think about what marriage is going to look like. So that all the speakers were married 
And I remember one of them in particular talked about expectation. He said expectation is going to be the root of every, probably every single argument that you have. Yes, it might be about money. Yes, it might be about sex. Yes, it might be about other things, but deeply, deeper and deeply rooted is the expectation, right? Well, I expect our family to save and he doesn't. Or um, I expect, or he expects our family to do this and we don't. He expects, you know, whatever. It goes whichever direction. I almost hate to say he and she, especially for like spending, right? Usually I feel like stereotypically it's the woman who's spending more. <laughs> um, the husband wants to save, um, but not always, right? We know that um, we can't put those, we can't, uh, you know, just, dis- put out the labels like that or we shouldn't right I I can be guilty of that sometimes and I I try really hard not to be but anyway so expectation and and the reason why I think anyway that God is really putting this on my heart is because I have for myself I have very unrealistic expectations and I know this about myself I'm very self-aware but it's it's funny to me how I can be very self-aware about that know that I put unrealistic expectations on myself but at the same time continue doing it right and and I'll, I'll be better I'll say okay wait hold on let's look at the calendar let's scale back the to-do list let's make sure that I'm not saying yes 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 to every single thing But then in my heart, even though the to-do list is lesser, the calendar has less tasks, you know, and events I need to be at, whatever, in my heart, I'm hard on myself. Can anybody relate to that? I'm sure some of you can, especially I think some of some of us who are walking the same like similar paths right now, just maybe new mothers or have a small baby, um, married. You know, some of those kind of similar. I just I I, can, I feel like I can just assume that some of you can relate because I've talked to some of you. <laughs> I've talked to some of you about these same kinds of things. The expectations we hold for ourselves are just so high, and even though we're working. Um, on the outside to create more peace we're trying to bring more peace into our lives by adjusting our schedules and adjusting um, those types of things Um, we aren't doing the heart work right we're not we're not bringing down the the thing that initially made us pack the pack the calendar and and create such long to-do lists right and whatever that is for you that's something you know you'll want to unpack for me I realize a lot of it comes from that perfectionism and that wanting control and in my heart of hearts and I've talked about this before I don't want control I want God to be sovereign over all of it and I know that he is but sometimes I'm like Eve and I want to I want to know what God knows, right? Eve from back in the garden. And it's really, it's really neat. I'll just kind of sidebar for a second. The church that I attend, our family attends, um, has challenged us to read the Bible this year, every single day, um, but read it in chronological order. And it's it's been really neat so far. Um, a lot of history that we're we're in right now. Um, and obviously, one of the first days, right, or the first day, was the story of Adam and Eve. Might have even been day two, just depending on how they it's broken down. I can't remember. But if you have the Bible app on your phone, you can go in and, and search for, um, you know, download the Bible app and search for um, plans. And there's tons, you guys. There's so many. You can do the Bible in a year. You can do the Bible in a year chronologically. You can do a marriage Bible study that's five or seven days. You can do a mother Bible study that's five or seven days. You can do addiction. You can do, I mean, every single topic you can think of 
of a Bible study is in there and all of them are free to the best of my knowledge. There might be some that you pay for, but there, I know there are bukus, like hundreds of thousands probably that are free. So just check them out. Um, before Christmas, I did one that was, um, Advent related and it was wonderful. Um, I've done some of the marriage ones before just as a refresher, reminder, encourager. Um, but I really, I recommend finding, um, you know, some kind of study that you can do that really just speaks to your heart and you can set reminders on your phone that'll go off. I personally love like reading a hard book Bible, right? Um, and, and even the same with books, but there is something to be said about the convenience of having it on my phone because my phone is always with me, right? I have a, a little kid and you know, if I, if she's not with me, she's with her dad or at uh, her school. And I need to be, I, I always have my phone on me, right? And so it's nice to have the Bible on my phone too, because I can take it with me everywhere. I can, you know, hone into scripture. I can, you can still highlight and make notes in the Bible app as well, which is really neat. Um, but anyway, that was a sidebar, but back to Eve, right? I'm reading the story of creation. I've read it so many times already, reading about how Adam and Eve are in the garden with God. Like, oh, it's just beautiful. Like when I think about that time, I'm just like, wow, like there was no shame. Shame is one of the hardest things in my life that I deal with. They had no shame. And here's the serpent approaching Eve saying, oh, God said you couldn't eat from that tree. Well, the reason why he told you that is because then you're going to know everything that he knows. And he just wants to keep you in the dark, right? And you guys, I'm not going to lie. I can so relate to that sometimes. And, and really, it's not that I think God wants to keep me in the dark. I don't think he's a mean God and he's just trying to keep me in the dark and keep me questioning, keep me not knowing, you know, keep me frustrated or confused or whatever. I don't really believe that to be true about God, right? But in my flesh sometimes, I'm like, oh, if only I just knew. Like, when is this season going to be less hard? When is XYZ going to be resolved? When is this going to be taken care of? When are we going to feel this? When is this going to happen? You know, all of those questions. And I'm just like, God, can I just get a sneak peek? Can you just show me a little bit or just tell me when this is going to happen. I don't even need to know how. Just tell me when. And I can just look forward to that. But that's not who God is, right? And that's not how he operates, right? There's so much that we learn in the lesson. Um, but that's what I want to know. And I'm like Eve in that. I'm just like, is God holding out on me? Right? That's my the weakness that I have. And um, when I read that piece of scripture, just more than ever, I guess just the season of life I'm in right now, my, my struggles that I'm having right now, I just could relate to Eve so much. And I just thought, goodness, poor Eve, like, right? Just, and not poor Eve that she made a poor choice and ate the fruit and gave it to Adam and he ate the fruit and followed man. Yeah, <laughs> all of that. Um, but I just think poor Eve, because I'm like, man, she didn't, she didn't really even, she didn't get it. Right. And I, and I know I don't get it. And so I don't, hopefully you guys are understanding that I'm not like, Oh, poor Eve. Like I totally know that I don't get it some days. And I just, I want to be reminded. I want to be someone who every day I'm looking to God and I'm just, I just can speak truth that I know that he knows and I want him to do it. And I want him to be in control of it all. And I want him to keep the secret from me because if I need, if I needed to know all of this, if I needed to know when and how and all of that, like he would tell me, right? He would reveal that to me. I trust in God enough to know that, but I forget that I trust, right? Or or I don't even know what it is to be honest. And that's something that's been in my prayers every day, every day for weeks now. I like, I journal my prayers and I'm going back and looking and it's like every day I'm like, God, I, my spirit is willing right? That song, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. My spirit is willing to follow you blindly and just go and do and 
live out everything that you've put on my heart but then my my flesh is weak right my flesh is like oh but you need to know oh but he's keeping this from you oh right and it's so hard right and the expectation is there sitting there like okay Allie this is what you expect of you and 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 this is where you need to be in this amount of time and I've never really been someone that ages like a big deal to me like whatever I've always kind of been an old soul I guess you could say or other people have labeled me as that and they've never felt like when I turned a certain age I've never felt old I've never really more often than not I feel like I feel super young right a lot of my friends are older than me and, and are in the next phase of life um and maybe it's maybe it is age maybe I'm like I've I'm gonna turn 28 I had to do the math really quick in my head <laughs> I'm gonna turn 28 this week this week I'm turning 28 and maybe I like think maybe subconsciously that I was supposed to be at a different place in my life already maybe I'm already supposed to be here or there or wherever maybe that was an expectation I had I really don't know I wasn't someone who really mapped out my life to that extreme um like by years and not no judgment if that's you no judgment I'm just not that hasn't been me so you know but maybe subconsciously I have this expectation of, I, I don't know I need to explore that more I need to unpack it more but I, I, I wanted to to hop on here and be chatting with you guys and and hopefully just challenge you really to think about you know what are the expectations that you have for yourself daily weekly you know, monthly this year and are they really reasonable and even more than that like kind of taking it a step further are they meaningful like are these expectations do they align with the person that you want to be the person who um you want to be in christ right the kind of mom you want to be the kind of spouse you want to be the kind of um friend uh the kind of um just partner you know kind of whatever if you're a worker you know if you're a stay-at-home mom if you um are uh you do homeschooling you have a side gig you know whatever what kind of blank (laughs) fill in the blank do you want to be um and and does it I mean are you really aligning your expectations with that or or are your expectations influenced by society and by this world and again when you guys know this about me hopefully at this point that when I say this world I don't really mean all the negative parts of this world I just mean how we can get so stressed out about our finances and our mortgage and our 401k and our retirement and our insurance premiums and all of and I mean just all of that and and our title at work and like what does Susie Q on social media think of me as a mom because my kid's room is messy or my kid didn't match her clothes today or that birthday party wasn't Pinterest perfect I mean and I say all of that kind of playfully but also like real talk I know so many of us do that and we don't mean to do it like when on a conscious level we're like no I don't really care what the strangers on the internet think of me but um we're we're a little bit ashamed of posting that picture of our living room with the crap on the floor I know you're not literal crap but you know just like the the junk on the floor not perfectly organized or whatever we do that um and so I also want to challenge you though like I can be so bad about this then I'm reflecting my mind I just start shaming myself I'm like oh you shouldn't care what the people on the internet think of you and you shouldn't worry so much about that and you did it and I you know I can I can be on myself really hard um what I would want to challenge you to do and what I, I'm challenging myself to do as I'm working through this as I'm unpacking this is just to be honest with myself and just show up for myself without judgment like okay Allie where's the, where are your expectations for yourself right now they're here is that a good place for them to be 
okay, no. All right. Well then where do they need to be? And, and just remove the shame from the situation. And like, how, um, how can I live my life? This is a question I'm asking myself. How can I live my life in such a way that I honor God with my time and I honor God in the places that I'm going in, the things that I want to do. And I'm not so dang hard on myself and I'm not expecting perfection and I'm not, um, trying to please everybody in the whole wide world. Right. And I'm not trying to control. I'm just trying to be open to what you're doing in my life. God, and what does that look like for me? And, and maybe some of you guys do this. Maybe some of you don't. This is somewhat new to me in the last few years that, um, you know, like vision, like really vision, having a vision for what that looks like. So if I'm living a life that is my best life, I'm being true to myself. I'm honoring who I am as a human. Um, the desires of my heart to, to be a servant to the Lord and to love his people and to be, you know, in tune with his um, will for my life as I can be and, and just gracious with myself. That's a big one for me. What, is, what does my day-to-day look like then? If I can have the most ideal day-to-day, right? With no stress and, I mean, maybe not no, well, ideally, right? No stress, but I know it exists, but let's just pretend because we're visioning perfect life here. Uh, no stress, very little stress. Um, you know, meditation, prayer time, Bible study, like joy in my heart and, and like remove it, just stripping away um, the expectations and just thinking of this ideal life and just start trying to live that more fully and taking steps toward that. So it's like, um, I, I know that I share on Instagram a lot that I follow Rachel Hollis and I, I just really love her as a person, um, as a mother, as a wife, as a businesswoman. I love how, um, she cheers people on and all of that. Um, and one of the things that she talks about in her, like just, uh, her practice, her daily practice is, is starting the morning with gratitude. So you do five things of gratitude. Um, and then you write 10 dreams that you have for your life and they don't have to be big, huge things or they can be big, huge things, whatever, but just starting every day with just remembering or having the gratitude, but then also remembering the person you want to be. And that's kind of where those 10 dreams come from. You do this whole practice, um, of dreaming 10 years into the future. What does your life look like when it's, you know, the most ideal, perfect life? What does that look like? And then what are the 10 things that you can do to kind of move toward that? Um, and it might not be things that you can even do right now today that are going to be accomplished in the next couple weeks or the next couple months. It can be like big, huge things. Like one of the things she talked about was being on the New York times best sellers list. Right. And so that took her some time to get there, but these are all things that would lead to your, your most ideal, perfect life. And I love the idea of starting your day with that, with the gratitude and being so grateful for where you're at in your life right now, for what you have right now. Um, and then moving into, okay, refocus on who I want to be, not just like the junk that might be going on today, the struggle that I might be having right now, or maybe life is going good right now, but you know, because you're human that, you know, some things are probably going to come up. It's, I mean, in the next couple months, weeks, whatever that are going to be hard, right? We just have seasons of hard and, um, you know, how are you going to stay focused on the big goals that you have for your life, who you want to be when those things come up? Um, and I, I love those reminders. And then what she has you do and kind of why I'm sharing all of this, the punchline um, about the whole Rachel Hollis practice is you're just focusing on one thing at a time. So she has you focus in on one thing and it's the most, it's the way I interpret it anyways, it's the thing that you can kind of do the quickest or the easiest, how, that it can become a habit, the easiest or the quickest or it's the thing that needs the most attention right now. So it's like, 
um, you know, if you are, your ideal life is just, um, being healthier and all, you know, just all the things and you realize like, okay, I could probably, um, pretty easily like adjust what I'm eating. Um, because I just, you know, I've eaten healthy for years and years and I've just recently fallen off the bandwagon for the last couple months and I just need to get back to it. That would be a pretty simple task. It just, you know, I need to create that habit. I need to start meal prepping again, or I need to start, you know, just doing this again, whatever it's, you know, something that can move you forward very easily. And you're focusing on that and you're focusing on that and it becomes a habit. Well, then you'd move on to something else. Um, if it's, uh, you know, maybe, or, or, or it's something that's going to be a little bit bigger, but it's your smallest thing and you're like, okay, get back to eating healthy. It's been a year since I've done, done that and you're doing that and then something comes up and it is big and you feel like this is going to take a lot of headspace. Well, then maybe we pause that and we, and we take on this new thing that needs that headspace so you can focus in on that. So that's my interpretation. And if you're curious, um, she did a, uh, whole podcast about it, um, about, um, I I believe she reads the whole first beginning of this journal that she has uh, in one of her podcasts. So, um, go check out her podcast. Regardless, check out her podcast. It's amazing and wonderful and I love it. Her and her husband also do one, uh, Rise and then Rise Together is the one they do together. Um, but anywho, you need to go check that out if you're looking for a morning ritual, um, that will just help you grow as a human and help you stay focused and centered on who you want to be and, and the person that you want to become not just your daily to-do list and tasks because they if you're if your day-to-day is not centered around the person that you're becoming um you're wasting your time and I I genuinely mean that even though that sounds really harsh <laughs> it's hard for me to be harsh um uh I, I don't I'm always like oh tough love is not really my my thing I, I just want to love um but sometimes we all need that tough love and so that's something I've had to tell myself is that you know I have to align with what I'm doing daily to the person that I want to be. And of course there are going to be tasks that, I mean, doing the laundry, I don't really know that that makes me closer to the human that I want to be. (laughs) You know, it does help me serve my family, which is, you know, that's something that I want to do. But dishes, not so much. I mean, um, you know, walking the dog, pooper scooping. I mean, those aren't really fun things, but, um, there are, you know, there, there's so many things on my to-do list that are not like essential things. There are things that I, um, am doing that I don't really know why sometimes, right. Or things that get put higher as higher priorities than other things. So I'll just, uh, call myself out and again, not shaming, try not to shame myself, not at any intention of shaming any of you who are in the same boat, just trying to learn with you, grow with you. But so many days I will, um, skip my meditation time. I will skip my Bible study time and my prayer time, um, in the morning. Like I'll just kind of, Oh, I'll get to it later. And I do, I get to it later, but I, I want it like in my heart of hearts. I want it to be one of the first things that I do may not always be the first thing because kind of Avery dictates part of my morning schedule. She wakes up uh, earlier than she's supposed to. Um, and I try to show myself grace in that, but that's one of the first things that I want to do to start my day. And sometimes I'll compromise on that and I'll start working or I'll do something that's not as productive or as, uh, you know, filling of my cup first, um, because I know it needs to get done. And that's, it's like, okay, so wait, hold on. This thing needs to get done more than like my cup needs to be filled. No, because when my cup is filled, I show up better for myself. I show up better for my, you know, Avery. I show up better for, uh, Austin. I show up better for my friends. I show up better for work. Right. So, um, we do that. We make compromises. And so, um, 
you, you know, like I said, just really challenging you to look at the expectations that you have for yourself um, on a daily basis, the things that you're you're filling your calendar with, your to-do list with, um, the things that you wrote down as New Year's resolutions. Like maybe you really feel like because everybody's resolution is to be healthier that you had to write that down. But maybe that's not the season that you're in right now. And don't get me wrong. I think it's really important to be a healthy version of yourself, right? To be drinking your water and to be moving your body and to be eating uh, food that fuels your body. Um, All of those things are so important. Um, I mean, I'm someone who works in the health industry. Um, Those are so important. But um, it might not be the most important thing um, for your overall health. Like maybe also you need to be considering your mental health state and where you're how you're showing up for yourself and how are you accept being accepting of yourself how's your self-talk um how's your mindset um those kinds of things i think are equally as important as your physical health and um you need both to show up well for yourself right so um anyway i wanted to hop on here and just and just share a little bit was on my heart and um just talk through some of those expectations and just hopefully just one let you know that you're not alone and two um just remind you that the expectations god has for you um are totally different than often the expectations we create for ourselves right the expectations god has for us um i mean what are the greatest command commands right um love the lord your god with everything that you are um love your neighbor right so it's like love god pursue him as much as you can, right? In every aspect of your life, um, be mindful of, of who he is and his teachings and, and strive after that. Strive after just him, right? You don't have to even be a perfect human, right? You just um, try to connect with the Lord. And he, I mean, just opens just amazing I, don't, I was going to say doors, but that's not even really what I mean. And I'm not even talking about opportunity here. I'm talking about opens your heart up to things you never, you never would have seen or understood before, right? So loving, loving God so much and being about him and his purposes and then loving people, just loving people as well as you can and showing up for yourself so that you can show up better for others. Um, I, I think that's huge. And so just being, reminding yourself, maybe there are days coming or and maybe your whole 2019 so far has even been like just craziness and you are like, okay, what in the world is going on? I'm not I'm not being who I want to be or I'm not doing the things I said I was going to do. Show yourself grace in that and just send up some prayers to the Lord and just tell him that you know what his expectations of you are. And that's to love him and to grow in him and to love his people. And that that's enough for today. That is enough for today. We all have things that we have to do to to get through each day, to pay our bills, take care of our families. But like that is not who you are as a person. Who you are is God's child, his daughter, his son. Um, And you matter to him more than, I mean, anything else, right? We are his creation. We are his most prized um, everything, right? I was going to say possession, but I don't even... I don't feel like that even does it justice, right? We are his most prized creation. Um, if you're a parent, you know, you can wrap your mind around, you know, like we are his children, right? Um, when I think of Avery, she's everything, everything that I am and want to be. I mean, everything. She's just my most precious thing. And we are that to him. And we are enough even on the days that we make every mistake possible. Even on the days that we don't get anything on the to-do list done. Even on the days when we feel like we've let everyone down, right? 
I mean, that's how I feel about Avery. That's how I feel about my child. And that's how God feels about us. And so if you can allow yourself to just be mindful of that and, and, and hold on to that, maybe the expectation won't feel so heavy. Maybe the letdowns won't feel so, like we won't feel so icky about them, right? That's such a funny word, icky, but that's the word that came to mind, mom life over here. Um, but anyway, I want to encourage you guys. I just want you to know God loves you so much. Your value comes from him, not from to-do lists, not from expectations that you have for yourself, especially the unrealistic ones. Um, and I really want to challenge you to set some realistic expectations for yourself, for your life. Um, explore some of the things that you've maybe put on the back burner, the things that really help you come alive, the things that um, you, when you feel most in tune with yourself, when you feel most at peace, doing more of those things or, or finding new ways to feel that way, right? Um, I just want to challenge you to do that. And I would encourage you to do that and, and to just, um, just continue on into this year, um, on into the end of January, into February, um, with just a mindset of, I, I can be whatever it is I want to be, whoever it is I want to be. Um, and I don't have to hold up unrealistic expectations for myself. I don't, I, it's so what if it's two weeks into the year, I can reset and I can decide this is the person that I want to be. And this is the person I'm growing to be every single day. This is the path that I'm on. This is the journey I'm on. And God doesn't work in, you know, 31 days, 365 a year. He doesn't work on that timeline. So it's okay that I'm starting today. It's okay that I'm wiping the slate clean and I'm saying these, this is really what I'm working toward right now. This is the path I'm on. This is the journey I'm on. So, um, anyway, I love you guys. So grateful that you listen. So grateful, um, for, for you guys just showing up for yourselves. I, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for trusting me with your time. Um, and you guys, I hope you go into, uh, this week with just so much, uh, love and gratitude, um, for who you are in your heart, um, and for the work God is doing in your life. So, uh, be blessed this week, you guys, uh, so much love to you.